Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode 16 of the Posters in Every Direction podcast, entitled Came Dancing Across the Water. This is a uh, poster-involved, but poster-adjacent episode. Totally going to trademark that. That's right. That's Erica's (laughs) phraseology. It's my phraseology. Um, We wanted to talk a little bit about an upcoming event. This is sort of a current event episode. We we hit on this that in July, um, the tickets went live for booking... For the Dave Matthews, Tim Reynolds um, concert series in Cancun for February of 2024. Mm -hmm. Um, And Erica and I were really excited that we were fortunate enough to book some tickets for that. Um, We are currently budgeting around the the payment for it, but I think we're all set, like, you know, budget-wise. Yeah, I mean, that's a a big piece of it, for sure, um, to, to plan ahead for it. And we can maybe talk some tips and tricks about that um in another poster adjacent yeah, episode that's a good but I, idea. I will say that our friends over at the pod that jane likes has some mexico minis that are really fantastic if you guys um, want more specific mexico detailed inf- information about dave and tim that's so, a good call yeah i think our goal and what we started talking about around this was just giving some color and some background as to what it what what this event is what mm-hmm. is dave and tim mexico yep you know, you may not know what Dave and Tim means. If you're a listener, you probably do. Um, if you're a fan, you probably do. But if you're new yep. to listening, you may not. So we want to talk a little bit about the history mm-hmm. of Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. Um, a little bit about why this is a special type of concert. It's different yep. from the Dave Matthews band experience. Mm-hmm. Dave Matthews, Tim Reynolds, different experience. Um, wanted to talk a little bit about where the origin of the, the Mexico trip came from. Mm-hmm. These These three nights on the beach. At an all-inclusive resort, Moon Palace in Mexico. That's where it currently resides. Um, And talk a little bit about the poster game that's (laughs) affiliated with these events. Yes, the, the, I like that, the poster game. Poster game. But, you know, these are very hype-worthy posters, very similar to any other multi-night standing event, just like The Gorge, Mm -hmm. like SPAC. You know, like Noblesville, where you have more than one poster in in a row, and they're always unique artists, and they're they're pretty you know hype worthy. They are, and I'll say you know we'll get into some nuances and things, but typically lower counts mm-hmm. than something like a Gorge or a, um, right. a Deer Creek or which Spack. is which is interesting because well. Gorge, Deer Creek's back probably house about twice as many people mm-hmm. coming to Correct. the event. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about how we got there and, um, it, you know, some kind of high level experiences. But this, you know, was where we get real excited. Yes. I about think about this event. Part of this podcast and, and our journey and exploring these things with you all is, you know, it's a little bit fly on the wall. These are the things Erica and I talk about. And yeah. we're super excited to be going back. Mm-hmm. To Dave and Tim Mexico for our third year in a it's row. Our third trip, yeah. Um, and I think once we went year one, it was like we're hooked. We love it. It's an incredible experience. Yep. You meet ph- phenomenal people. You have three nights of concerts on the beach. Some people, again, may question why do you see three concerts in a row from the same band? Isn't it the same show? The answer is an emphatic no. It's always <laughs> different. And, and again, if you're a longtime fan or longtime listener, you probably know that. Yeah. But for for folks who are maybe new to the the genre of music or the Dave and Dave Matthews band, Dave and Tim scene. Um, it, it's a different show every time. And that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wh- where do you want to go first? Do you want to talk a little bit about history? Do you want to yeah. talk about how we booked the first trip? What, what do you want to? Well, let's talk about history because I think the, how we booked the first trip kind of fits in nicely after that because, okay. um, that's a good point. Cause you there's, know, there's, there's some, some history points here that I think right. led to why it is so special. Correct. Yeah. All right, so bear with me. I've gone and I've actually done a little research ahead of time, ahead of the podcast, because I wanted to answer some questions in my own mind. I mean, Mm -hmm. as I started to jot notes, I realized I don't really know the definitive date and point in time and things like that. Yeah. And then I started doing some Googling, which is always dangerous. (laughs) And then some of the things I read 
caused me to pause and say, is that, is that accurate. true? Is that accurate? Because mm-hmm. I feel like I had heard uh, a, an old cassette earlier than that. So let me just jump into that. Dave Matthews, obviously mm-hmm. the front man, the founder, the namesake of the Dave Matthews Band. Right. The band came together in a town called Charlottesville, Virginia. You probably know that again if you're a longtime listener or big fan. But for those that don't know, that's my sort of my, my sort of starting point. Um, Dave was a bartender at a little bar sandwich shop called Miller's. There, still there, still there. Um, and he interacted with musicians that were on the Charlottesville scene. Yep. So I think as a as a fan as slash mm-hmm. bartender, but not necessarily yet as a musician. Right. And then sort of started to open up to some of these guys yeah. that he plays as well. And he wanted to record some music. And he was a big fan of a local guitarist named Tim Reynolds. Right. And if you actually listen, our, our subscriber to XM Radio, they've done a really great job at interviewing the band members about you know how they met Dave, what their first interactions were. And uh, it's really cool to hear their backstories you know, Dave might even say to himself, like, I don't even remember. But, you know, so you hear Carter and the way that he explains it. Stefan's story is really fun um, as well. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Dave is a musician, but he's also a, a musician's musician. Right. And, and I think he himself would play the guitar. Dave Matthews' mm-hmm. style tends to be unique, but mm-hmm. I would categorize it as more rhythm guitar mm-hmm. as opposed to lead guitar. Yeah. If you're a guitarist... Or have ever played with guitar or just watched these guys on stage, you may understand that. But generally rhythm guitar, you're switching between chords and some yeah. some you know rhythm, rhythmic strumming. And a lead guitar uh, or a lead guitarist oftentimes is hitting specific notes on one or two strings that sort of leads or you know overlays with the rhythm. So two different guitar styles. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever watched Tim Reynolds, um, you know, people refer to him as an alien, I think, because he is so unique and just unbelievable in what he can do with an instrument yep particularly the sound that he generates out of an acoustic guitar it's just unlike anything i've i've ever seen anybody else do would you say it's out of this world it is (laughs) is arguably out of this world not of this earth not of this uh alien yeah um tim himself uh was born december of 1957 in west germany Believe it or not, he's listed occupation on Wikipedia as a musician, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, uh, including instruments of guitar, mandolin, banjo, bass, violin, piano, keyboards, and and vocals. Uh, Tim. Vocals. Had, interesting. Which is interesting, but I think that probably ties to his band, yeah, which is called true. TR3, the Tim Reynolds Trio. That's true. Some of the entries on the internet um, allude to... Dave seeing TR3 and at some point having a conversation with Tim about maybe joining TR3 and then maybe Tim encouraged him to form his own band. I'm not sure of that. I mean, it's on the web. I don't know if it's true or not. We'll chalk it up to rumor. Um, If you look on Wikipedia, they list the first date that uh, Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds began performing together as April 22, 1993. Hmm. I think that is a little bit of a late. misnomer. I think it's a little bit late. Yeah. Um, I did some additional research jumping into like, shout out to DMB Almanac, yeah. shout out to DMB Hub. Um, and the earliest Dave and Tim show that I'm able to find was actually Saturday, February 3rd, 1990. It was in Charlottesville on mm-hmm. UVA's campus at Sigma Nu Fraternity. And it it lists them playing a few songs. Question as to whether or not that is wholly accurate. But that's the earliest I was able to find. If you then fast forward to 1993, um, that is when Dave and Tim started playing together a little bit more frequently. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pause here before I get too much into the timeline and talk a little bit about what is Dave and Tim. Mm -hmm. And so, for me... It is the the purest sort of form of the music that Dave Matthews has written on guitar. So if you're of our generation in our in our forties ish, um, y'all, this is it, to me. It reminds me of when MTV was really big, and you had MTV and the, all the videos, and it was like really a big production. But then when MTV came out with MTV Unplugged. Mm-hmm. To me, that's Dave and Tim to the Dave Matthews Band. Right. That's how it, that's how it feels to me. Um, and it's 
it's its own unique thing. Yes. Like the sound that Dave and Tim makes, while even if you plug them back into the entire band, still sounds like totally different music. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In my opinion. No, I agree. I think it's a very um, important note that these are different sounds Mm -hmm. that come out of the stage, out of the speakers when you're experiencing the full band, which is phenomenal. Let's just stop right there. Like, this is not a what's better than contest. This is just an interesting, uniqueness, different approach that Dave Matthews has to his music, that he's built Mm -hmm. this band around it. And the band has contributed, obviously, exponentially to the music. They've Mm -hmm. written parts. They've developed parts. They've, you know, but there is sort of this origin story or pureness to when it's just dave matthews Mm -hmm. and an acoustic guitar or really for performance sake when it's dave matthews and one of his earliest musician partners writing partners tim reynolds well and if you've been following them especially if you've gone to any dave and tim show Mm -hmm. the chemistry between dave matthews and tim reynolds the way they speak without saying anything Mm -hmm. the way they look at each other like they are on Again, some other worldly dimensional planet where they can speak to one another telepathically. The way that they are so in sync with one another. I think to me, you know, we've recently seen a lot of different bands play. And one of the things that I particularly have noticed is when you talk about chemistry of this sort of unspoken energy amongst band members sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not sometimes the music's really great and you're like these guys are boring sometimes it's like okay i i see it it's that spark it's that something extra special that's right dave the dave matthews band all the members current of the current member you know of the band they all have it you can see them when they play they love it they enjoy it um but dave and tim are just again maybe it's his otherworldly Nature. Yeah, I feel like when it's the Dave Matthews band, Dave does a really good job at going around and spending time mm-hmm. with with the each of the different band members, mm-hmm. right? You'll see him interact with Carter, one on one with Stefan on the bass, yeah, Buddy, you know, Buddy on the keys, Jeff and um, Sean. Sean on the on the horns, yep. and obviously Tim on lead or whoever else he has out guests. But if you think about it, I mean, he's spreading himself. Yeah. Around, right, to multi people there. Gotta share that over energy. a set list and that energy shared. When it's Dave and Tim together, we're talking about these two guys, you know, Dave's usually sitting on a stool or a or a mm-hmm. chair. Tim's still standing and they're playing acoustic guitars. Yeah. There's not really an electric guitar here. I will say Tim has a pedal set up that he'll make some effects with the acoustic yeah. guitar, but it's not like Tim on a Fender or a Les Paul or something yeah. like that. Not an electric guitar. Yeah. It's an acoustic guitar amplified. Let's get back to the timelines. So we can st- sure. <laughs> you stay, stay, stay on, on, stay on track. track. We, we may go a little squiggly here, guys, so just very, bear with us. Very excited about this topic. Um, all right, so... Earliest we can find is 1990 for Dave and Tim. Yeah. That may or may not be accurate, but we think it's accurate. What seems to be the most well-known sort of mm-hmm. what they call first Dave and Tim show is a Prism Coffee House in Charlottesville, Virginia in uh, April 22nd, 1993. Now, I'll say there were a couple other dates like 92, maybe even 91 mm-hmm. that pop up that seem like Dave and Tim might have played at that same Prism Coffee House. But this April 22, 1993 date is sort of the the earliest okay. one that I was able to find that, that seems to be what everybody points to. Mm-hmm. And it's a set list with 23 songs. That's this great. set list really starts to look like what we see mm-hmm. at a Dave and Tim show in Mexico in Cancun today. True. This carries through uh, over the years mm-hmm. um, where Dave and Tim are building up a little bit of like a, a tour, if yeah. you will, that's sort of like the Dave and Tim show mm-hmm. experience. Um, this goes through the early nineties and I'm just going to leap forward in the timeline yeah. here. What they were doing around this time mostly was touring around to college towns. Mm-hmm. And in 1998, I believe it was, they recorded one, uh, that was live at Luther college. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was 1998 as recorded. And then in 1999, that gets released on CD, uh, two, two disc, uh, yep. Dave and Tim live at Luther College, and then in 1999 mm-hmm. they tour in the winter, mm-hmm. right January February months mm-hmm. 
to promote that record. Yeah. That double disc. And this is really the largest like Dave and Tim tour that I think to date Mm -hmm. that I was able to find that 1999. It's really where they kind of like launched it. It's where you first saw Dave and Tim. And that was my first Dave and Tim show. Yeah. I saw them at, uh, Landmark Theater, Landmark Theater, Richmond, Virginia in January of 99. So crazy. Shout out to my good friend and, and, and brother Drew, uh, who I think convinced me to go to that show. He didn't have to twist my arm too hard, but, um, (laughs) That was a really cool experience, yeah. and it was different than anything mm-hmm. I'd seen musically. Yep. These two guys on stage with acoustic guitars, yeah. as you say, kind of talking to each other. Yeah. Right? And playing the music in a very... And this was 1999. That was 99. Yeah. So I was still in college. Yep. You were in college. I was in college, and I knew I, I had the CD live at Luther College, mm-hmm. uh, but I did not get the experience of seeing Dave and Tim together. Mm-hmm. Until we were in Mexico. Now I saw them with Dave and Friends. Right. That was 2003, 2004. Something like that. But I never I never saw them just Dave and, just Tim, Dave and Tim until we went to Mexico for our first year in 2022. So that is, I mean, 20, 23 years later. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. that's, that's, I think, the point that, you know, I wanted to underscore was that to see a Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds show mm-hmm. is a very rare and special experience. Yep. In my opinion mm-hmm. and in my experience. Some people, why do you do this? Why do you travel so far? You go all the way to Mexico for three shows. Why are you seeing them three times in a row? If, if you don't know, you know. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But just by way of talking about it, it's um, it's different than seeing the full band. Yes. And these shows, particularly back in you know, the, the early to mid-90s, were very, very rare um, occurrences. And they're typically at smaller venues, which means yeah. the tickets are harder to get. And they're more intimate and, and the setting is smaller. And I think that that kind of is a good segue into when did the Dave and Tim Mexico event start? Right. So I think, and again, this is more, more my opinion, <laughs> but I watched this kind of unfold. I was a member of the Dave Matthews Band Fan Club, The Warehouse, the year it launched. Mm-hmm. Um, which was 1999, I believe. And in um, 2006, February of 2006, so they really started promoting this in 2005. Um, following the Dave Matthews solo effort, Some Devil, mm-hmm. um, there was a Dave and Tim, or Dave Matthews and Friends, Friends. tour. Yep. Um, and that tour did, I think, pretty well. Um, I remember being there. It seemed sold out when we were there mm-hmm. at uh, State, State State College, yeah. Penn State. Um, so that was like 03, 04. And then in 05, they start talking about, we're going to do a Dave and Friends cruise in February 2006. Mm-hmm. And this was on like Carnival or Royal Caribbean. I can't remember. Okay. They cruised into the Bahamas. It was like a four or five day thing. And there were like two or three concerts that okay. Dave and Tim I think headlined Mm -hmm. and Dave had friends there. I think it listed Bob Weir is on this cruise. Uh, G love. Like it was bigger than just Dave Matthews. Um, and that was a 2006 event and I saw it and it passed. I didn't go, obviously we were, you know, fresh out of school, newly married relatively (laughs) and both just working all the time. time. No vacation in sight. That's right. Um, and I think this is an interesting point that, you know, we've talked before about posters, merch, the Dave Matthews Band is very good about marketing and developing for their um, for their fan base, uh, different experiences mm-hmm. and different souvenirs and things. I think they're keeping track of demographic, etc. And I think they probably realized in around the early two thousands that their original fan base was growing up. Yeah, for lack of a better term. Sure, we were we were out of college. Right. We didn't have as much of Spring break time, right? As we were talking about it, you know, we, we we didn't take vacations. We were you were saying it's something we took spring break, winter break, and then in the summertime we're working. Right, that's right. So and and by the time you get out of school completely, you know, you're a full adult. You're working <laughs> all the time, and you're you're maybe dreaming about a vacation, but not really sure how to plan one. Yeah. So I think this February 2006 Dave and Friends cruise was probably, you know, management's brainchild yeah. of let's, try to let's get this up. demographic something that they're attracted to sure let's pair music and vacation yep 
And kind of a brilliant idea, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, it that was it. It was 06 yep. and one and done. And then we don't see them come back again until 2017. Mm-hmm. That's the first year that Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds did Dave and Tim Riviera Maya. Yep. Live on the beach, three nights, shows. Yep. Um, and now they played 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 in February. In February, right, right before, before the pandemic. Yep. Obviously, no shows in 21 for February and then in 2022. And this is, if you're okay for us yeah. to kind of jump over into like the how did we get here. Absolutely. Um, so, I, you know, we, we all experienced and lived through pandemic life. Um, I had a very good friend who I worked with for many years, uh, Kim Harris, and she was as big of a day fan as we are. Her and her husband loved the, loved the band. They were the first people that I knew that went to Dave and Tim. Mm-hmm. And she told me this one year and she showed me pictures and I was like, this is amazing. And then the pandemic hit and we were listening and doing all the live, the Wednesday Dave, um, you know, what were we doing? The live at homes and yeah. the, uh, what was the Wednesday? Dri- drive the drive-in concerts. concerts. And so we would zoom and someone would stream it and we would listen together. And it was just like, Wonderful, and um, unfortunately, she she passed in uh, May of twenty twenty two. No, twenty twenty one. She passed in May of twenty twenty one, and then that summer was where, or I seen it right before July that mm-hmm. they posted Dave into Mexico twenty twenty two. And I remember thinking to myself, uh, well, first I went to Mike and I was like, what's the deal with this thing? Right. Yeah. Because I, I don't. I was. I was not a Facebooker. I was, you know, not plugged into a lot. I was not a member of the warehouse. Mike is a member of the warehouse. I never went on to the message boards and the fan boards. And I really was, while I was a huge fan, I was widely unplugged, yeah, so to speak. And I remember going to, because in my brain I was like, oh man, Kim, and she would love this. Yeah. And she probably would have been going and, and you know, not as a, I'm going to go for her. But I thought, if not now, when? Right. Yeah. And that was kind of how you approached me with it. Yeah. And um, I was immediately just, <laughs> my mind was blown. My heart's racing. I'm super excited because Erica's question to me was, what's the deal with this? Yeah. And my first response was, well, you, you know what the deal with it is. It's, I really didn't. It's Dave and Tim in Mexico. I mean, it's amazing. It's, yeah. In my mind, it was a bucket list item for me that I really wanted to accomplish once in my life at yeah. least. But didn't really think through how we were going to do it. Um, we have two kids. That was a challenge from a childcare perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a cheap event. It's expensive, but I will say, and again, we can break yeah. this down on a future podcast. They have a really user-friendly payment plan that yep. makes things, um, more, more, more feasible. Yeah. More palatable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but again, like you, I had heard people who'd been to the event and just said, it's amazing. It's yeah. life changing. It's the greatest yeah. thing since Sliced bread, which I don't know why sliced bread's so great, but fine. Um, and so I always had it kind of in the back of my mind that we would try to do this. And At then yeah. in 2021, uh, you came down and said, yeah. well, what's the deal? And we started talking about it. And yep. Erica said to me, I think I can figure out, you know, the, the child care situation. I said, well, I, I have access to try to get tickets yeah. through the fan club. Yep. I can try. And then we can figure out flights and the whole nine. And yeah. so we put it together in 2022. We or 21 yeah. for 22. We went in 22 and uh, it was terrible. We never want to, no, I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> it, it was, I think it was amazing. What would you think? Okay. So if you have uh, small humans in your life, mm-hmm. you go on a, on a vacation with them. It's more of a trip depending on how old they are. And we love our kids and our kids are really cool. Um, but the, the mental load that you just have as a parent when you go with your kids. Who's going to eat this? I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm this. My feet hurt. There's this constant yeah. kind of rumble. When I say it's like a true vacation. Yeah. And now we hadn't done one of these in over 10 years. Right. Yeah, I've, I've just, for, would, for Mike and I to go just somewhere, us. just yeah. us. Um, and so when I say it's a true vacation, all inclusive. Everything's included. <laughs> and three nights of concerts included. So you don't have to think about what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What am I going to eat? There is food all the time. Right. There is music. 
There's posters. There's really cool merch, which now we'll get into like the poster um, piece. Mm-hmm. And it's the big thing for us, and I feel like for, for me, the first year we went, it was the people that we met. Agreed. I think if we hadn't met the people that we've met, right, and had yeah. such a positive experience making friends, right? Shout out to DMB fam. Uh, you, you know who you, you are. Know who we you can, are. We can, it's a long list. If you know, you know. Um, but you just really have this sort of instantaneous bond with people because you're in an environment where you're all passionate about the same, same subject thing. matter at, at different yep. levels. Mm-hmm. I've met people who are more passionate than we are, mm-hmm. less passionate, people who start out not even knowing they were going to a Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> Shout out to Tim and Christy. And then all of a sudden, you know, Christy's a super Dave fan now. And you're so a big fan. you see this amazing transformation in people too, just yes. as that weekend goes on. To it's it's kind of like camp for adults oh to me. Oh my gosh, it totally is. It's like is. you go to camp, you see your friends you haven't seen in so long. Yep. You're reminiscing. You're hanging out during the days. You're getting the swag. You're going to the dining hall together to eat, <laughs> which might be a steakhouse dining hall or tacos on the beach dining hall. It's all included, so you don't have to pay any extra. That's great. You're just tipping the staff to take yep. care of the staff, um, which is fine, and you're grateful because they they have great service. Um, and then in the evenings, you're all doing the same thing. You're That's going right. to the beach. Yeah. To see live music, and it just happens to be Dave Matthews and Tim right. Reynolds. There's usually an opener. Yeah. So there's other music to get exposed to. Mm-hmm. While you're at the beach and you're at the concert, it doesn't stop with the all-inclusive. There's a whole food truck rodeo kind of thing so or, or food court rodeo kind of thing. Hashtag mini waffles are better than churros. I said it. I said it, and I will not regret it. <laughs> I mean, I love the mini waffles. The churros are also amazing. So your food, when you go yeah. into the venue, it's there all night. There are uh, waiters and waitresses bringing drinks through the crowd. Uh, Again, don't forget to tip your your waiters and waitresses. Help them out. They're doing a a great job. But they're bringing you beverages, whatever you want. You want a Coca-Cola? Great. Mm. You want a margarita or a a cerveza? Wonderful. They're there to to help out. It is. It is. It's a thing. It's an event. Um, And oftentimes, I think you talk to people who were first-timers like we were. We went in blind. We didn't know anyone going. Right. Like... I brought a book. I was like, I'm going to sit and I'm going to read this book. I'm not going to talk to anybody. It's going to be great. <laughs> we did know Brett and Nikki. I have to we shout did. out. That's true. Shout we did out know that they were going. Our and friends that, Brett and yep. Nikki. Because we didn't know they were going until I joined the Facebook group. Right. There's and then a Facebook they knew group that we were going. Yeah. For so, Dave and Tim. So we knew too. like two people. Um, and so, you know, but we went in blind not knowing anyone and, and thinking like this is just going to be a really relaxing and quiet trip. And it was... It was relaxing. It was not quiet. It was lots of fun. Um, But obviously, you know, Mike and I being poster collectors, this is now this is sort of where we're going to just pivot a little bit into the the poster piece because we've been talking for almost 30 minutes and (laughs) we haven't even talked about posters yet. That's right. Um, But, you know, as as you all know, and I mentioned this very briefly earlier, when you've got multi-night events, the posters are unique. They're going to be different artists generally for each night, but it doesn't happen very often. That's right. So if you're a fan of the band, again, following, et cetera, et cetera, you probably know of venues like The Gorge, which mm-hmm. is coming up next weekend for Labor Day slash Labor, Labor Dave. Dave weekend. That's a three-night stand yep. at a venue in uh, Washington State. There's a couple two-night stands during the summer. West mm-hmm. Palm Beach yep. just happened. SPAC. SPAC, which is Sarah. Saratoga uh, Performing Arts, Arts Center mm-hmm. in Saratoga Springs, New York. Yep. Uh, Noblesville, which is Deer Creek. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple of these multi-night stands. They had two nights um, in Wilmington. They did do two nights in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, yep. like Erica said, in fact, pretty much every time now, each show will have its own dated poster. Typically, they do alternating artists. Mm-hmm. So you won't yep. see them do one artist for two or three nights in a row. Correct. Occasionally, and it happens when there are, in my limited research and experience, when there are three shows in a row mm-hmm. at one venue, like the Gorge is an example. Yeah. And then Mexico, this has happened three times. Mm-hmm. There is a different kind of poster that they will release in addition to the nightly concert Correct. poster. So most of what we've reviewed on this podcast to date are what I would call nightly concert posters. Yep. Um, this is a new term. Just introduce it to our, our dictionary. It's called Triptych. Yep. And it is spelled T-R-I-P-T-Y-C-H. It's been around, actually, for centuries. Uh, became very popular in Renaissance art. 
It's traditionally known as three mm-hmm. consecutive, hence the, hence the try, uh, three consecutive images um, traditionally actually hinged together on wooden panels. Okay. Um, but, you know, again, the, the triptych is a, a, con- a continuous three image um, piece of art that, you know, is meant to be put together. Yes. To form sort of an overall larger image. Larger image, right. Mm-hmm. So these become almost like puzzle pieces mm-hmm. and they'll release one one each, each night, night or sometimes they do three at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've seen this at the Gorge and we've seen it uh, three times And we Dave apologize, and our dogs have decided to just start chasing each other. So if you hear a little background noise, don't mm-hmm. mind them. It's, they're two puppies, sort of puppies. They're getting <laughs> older. Um, anyway, yeah. so triptych. So it Dave and Tim, uh, Mexico, yep. for at least three out of the now, um, this will be the seventh in mm-hmm. 2024. Yep. So three out of six, they did triptychs yes. um, where you, you pick up these panels and it forms one larger image. Mm-hmm. That's one type of poster. Yep. But then for each show, yeah. it's a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday show. Mm-hmm. They release a poster for each night. That's right. And and past artists have included some of our, our favorites. Your James Flames, Miles Sang, Ben Kwok, Methane, Maza. You got Luke Martin, Rich Kelly, uh, Ken Taylor, Todd Slater. Yeah, it goes on and it's, on. It's um, really, I mean, it's kind of the who's who, though, it, of it, the poster it co- is, collecting community. It is seemingly very much who's who that they, they go mm-hmm. to great lengths yeah. to secure artists that have done a really good job with the band yes. previously yep. to now come in and do a Dave and Tim Mexico piece. Yeah. So if we look again, Erica gave you the rundown, but really quick, 2017, 18, 19, mm-hmm. 20, 22, and 23. There have been six of these events. Yeah. There have been a total of three trip tech pieces. There have been a total of 18 nightly posters. And then I was able to find one poster that was sort of, a weekend poster, I think it mm. was in 2019, for sort of like the Dave and Tim weekend event mm. in lieu of a triptych. It was sort of like a you know one-off poster for kind of like you would see the methane does the yeah, tour the poster. Tour poster. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seemed like they did one of those, and I think it was 2019. Wow. Um, but you know, you're you're talking about six Dave and Tim Mexico yeah. events, yep. three posters each event, so that's 18. Yeah. Then there's three triptychs, so that's another nine. So now you're at 27, and then that one-off 28 total pieces mm-hmm. if you're trying to collect them all uh, for the Dave and Tim Mexico experience. We're not in that camp. We only have the Dave and Tim that Mexico pieces to. from the ones that we've been to. Yep. Plus, we do own the Miles Sang that is, uh, from that is 2019, cool. I think it was. Correct. We weren't at that show. No, we also own the James Flames from that same year. We do. But but again, you know, we talked about how do you collect posters mm-hmm. in the past. You know, we are big art, artist-specific fans. And so Miles sang, obviously, and we're sitting in our podcast poster room with 80% of the images in here are Miles Sangs. And then very similarly, we love James Flames, So which we found out recently Glows in the dark. That's right. Yeah, this was a, okay. So, <laughs> sorry, we this pro- is tangent. Poster we'll adjacent, sidetrack, footnote, <laughs> hashtag. Go get a black light. Get a black light flashlight. flashlight. If you're a poster collector, okay, <laughs> um, the Amazon or your favorite place to buy things, um, there you know for ten bucks you can pick up a uh, UV. Black you light. too can have hours of entertainment with just a flashlight. Right. Well, it's just like inspecting things as we. It's as really we, cool as we look at posters and, and changes, think about content. It changes how you look at things, and it for for specifically. Well, you know what? Let's do that. James Flames from Dave and Tim Mexico at some point. We do because when we put the black light on it, it changed the imagery completely. Yeah, and for again, me. for those of you who may not know or just think of like the black light as the thing from college or whatnot, right tied on your walls <laughs> and things. What this does is number 1, it glows up glow in the dark ink faster than regular right. light. Yeah. And so you get a quicker you get a brighter. Uh, brighter image yeah. out of it, makes it a little more user friendly for for photographs. <laughs> um, and then everything from your your regular inks to your foils that black light will completely change the image for you um, on most, most most posters, posters. not all, but yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. So if you want to have fun, if, you've, if you're a poster collector and you haven't done this already, I highly encourage and recommend 
get yourself a blacklight flashlight and start exploring the space because you know it's going to be really just an FYI. This podcast is like my brain twenty four seven. It is just <laughs> Sorry. spaghetti, spaghetti, everywhere. spaghetti brain everywhere. Um. We had some coffee this morning too, so we're probably a little bit caffeinated. That's um, okay. Um, so obviously, you know, there is the the poster game. And what we've learned over the last two years mm-hmm. being there, and, and Mike is more of my poster acquisition leader. Especially if we roll if back the clock to 2022 and <laughs> Erica and Maya's first trip to Dave and Tim, Mexico. True. I think Erica thought I was a little bit of a crazy person mm-hmm. when I got out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to go get in line for posters. Now... Let's let's talk about this for a second because there is some, in some of the fandom some shade that gets thrown at us folks that do this. I'm a big believer in to each their own, right? Mm-hmm. You do you, whatever works for you. Right. I happen to be a person for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's just the way that my mind works. But when I'm on vacation, I tend to wake up on the earlier side of things. And I tend to like to get out and walk in nature. Mm-hmm. If we're at the beach, if we're in a new town, I just like to go and walk around, get some steps in. Part of that's probably because I'm in vacation eating mode <laughs> and drinking mode and like I'm not really worried about calories or things like that. And so I want to get some steps in and get ahead of the curve mm-hmm. that's about to come when I eat all the yes. carbs and things. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, it's just a part of relaxing, decompression, mm-hmm. mental clarity, and just overall feeling good. For me yeah. to just get out early, yep. walk around, particularly if I can get out and walk and see the sunrise, just pretty amazing for me. Um, so I was doing that anyway mm-hmm. when we were in Mexico in 22. Yep. And I'd already done some reconnaissance, learned kind of where the merch stands were, yep. and decided I was going to walk over uh, to see if people were lining up yet for these posters, or if maybe I didn't have to worry about it. And I thought to myself, well, if I go there and it's just dead... I'm going to just head back to the room or whatnot. Yeah. And um, it was about 6, 6.15. I finished my walk. And I walk over and I walk into the, the place where they have the, the posters mm-hmm. for our resort mm-hmm. in, in Cancun. And there were two people in line already. <laughs> um, and we became friends. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, we talked. And I think I went up and I said, well, I'm glad to see there's, you know, uh, other crazy people here other than just me. Um, or I'm not the craziest or something. And mm-hmm. it was like, haha. And we became friends yep. through the experience of sitting yep. in line, waiting for the merch to booth to open right. at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, if you're in line at six, you're probably online for about four hours before you're getting to the front. But yeah. here's the thing that we learned. They're limited edition. We know that. Yes. There's a small count for the nightly poster. There are. They're also releasing foil or other variant along with that. Which are even more limited. Right. So in your regular show edition, they were about 800 to 1,000. Mm-hmm. And for the foil or variant, they were about 100 to 150. Yeah. But if you were in line and you were there, you were first in line, that basically guarantees you a shot at the foil yep. or the variant. And so here I was sitting down in line, making friends. Yeah. And I did this for day one, and then I went back day two. And by that time, Erica was coming over and yeah. bringing me coffee, and she saw kind of the vibe of the whole mm-hmm. community start to form. Yes, and th- this was probably more of my first... I mean, we would casually get posters at the shows if we could. Or we had mm-hmm. poster buddies who were able to snag mm-hmm. them for us. But my first experience of like sitting with people and just talking with other people who love posters as much as we do. Now this gets that like even more. So you're, you're at Dave and Tim Mexico with people who love Dave Matthews band. Yep. But then when you're in line with people who love posters, it's like the next level. Yeah. It's everybody's as passionate about the band. Absolutely. But they're also there for the collectability of the poster, the memorabilia. And the excitement of like, you're going to be the first to see it. And this is the other thing is that they don't, so just like during the year, they'll drop the the image online maybe a few hours before the show. There's no previews. Yeah, I'm, for who's I can't recall. I'm trying to recall if we got preview. We did get preview for in 22, I think the day before because we knew about the Todd Slater owl before we went to get in line for it. They oh, showed that's, pictures. That's right. Last year. Last year, 23, we did not see previews. We literally walked up, and I think maybe like as we were in line, people started to pass images around on phones or whatnot. 
Uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I saw the Ben Quap Night mm-hmm. Three from last year until you were before I was up there in line. Yeah, and then we saw it, and it yeah. was like, oh, that's pretty. Yeah. and then we saw the glow in the dark variant, yep. and we were like, that's a totally different piece. Totally different. It piece. just it's on different sort of colored paper almost, and yeah, it's blues and purples and beautiful. And we can do a deeper dive on some of these posters in the future. That might be fun for mm-hmm. content yep. if y'all are interested in hearing about that. But yeah, let us know if that's something you guys want to. Especially, I mean, again, we'll go with the ones that we have on hand, the ones that we got. You know, at the shows, uh, particularly those ones. But and this is a unique, I think, experience too, mm-hmm. from a merchandise standpoint. Is that most times when you're going to see the Dave Matthews Band, yep. there's sort of a gates open at five. Now they did start this year the, a lot more merch outside tents. merch tents, mm-hmm. which is kind of like it. But they were limited in what they had. You mm-hmm. know, they had regular posters, yep. and then they had kind of a, sm- a smattering of their t-shirts and hats and stuff right. like that. But if you wanted like the cards or pins, if they had them or, you know, kind of additional merch inside was, you know, where the rest of it was. Yeah. And historically it was, you know, line up, get inside. And then there's sort of like a sprint to merch yep. tents to try to find what you want. Then if you get a poster, it's in a tube and you're holding it for the whole show historically. Yeah. So our experience in Mexico in so 22. Great. Yeah. Was the first time it was like you buy all your merch and then you just take it back to your room. That's right. And then just carry on with your life. Because there's no merch to be bought at the shows. Correct. Which is another different thing too. A a distinguishing factor Mm -hmm. of Dave and Tim. Now correct me if I'm wrong. I do remember if you can get it, you can order your merch ahead of time um, for either pickup there or they ship it. I know they did that in 22. I can't remember if they did it in 23 or not. But it's like limited and it's a... It's, you know, it's, you're going online, you're trying to like, you know, get your stuff in. Yeah. So it's, I think they called it will call pickup or something. And when you have, um, booked your trip with Dave and Tim, it's, it's through a third party vendor. It's called like Tixer or something like that. That's where you put in all of your information. You, You know, they, they charge you monthly for like six months to pay off your balance um, and then you have to upload information about your flight and travel right. because they're tracking you for, for let, let me just talk a little bit about this package that you are booking with Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds in yeah. Mexico. If anybody's interested out there and, and still thinking about this year or the future year, your airfare is separate. You got to go book that on your own. Yeah. Other than that, it truly is all inclusive. Mm-hmm. You get to the airport, you've already ahead of time put in your flight information yeah. For the resort, for yep. Tixer, for the Dave Matthews, Tim Reynolds program. Transportation. Transportation to, to and, from and from the resort is included. Yes. And the way we experienced this was the last, the first year. Yep. Both ways and last year from the airport to the resort when we arrived. We're big motor coach big, buses. Yeah, big buses. Uh, safe, secure. Mm-hmm. I never felt unsafe. Nope. Air conditioned, friendly staff. Yep. They put your bags underneath. You get your bags when you get to the resort. Get your tag. They even bring them to your room. Like it's yep. it's pretty again turnkey, hands off. Yep, no problem at all. Um, tip the driver. That's encouraged. Mm-hmm. I I participate in that again. These guys are working hard. Yep. Um, on the way back from the resort last year to the airport, we had a smaller shuttle. Yeah, and it was. Uh, Airline specific, so mm-hmm. they were they were saying, okay, are you flying out this lo- airline? All right, get in this van with six other people. So it was much smaller, and I again, it could have been just timing or whatnot, but um, but yeah, generally again, same back and forth. And again, felt secure, yep. safe, air conditioned, mm-hmm. you know, great service. So yeah. you're to and from the airport. You don't have to worry about if you research Cancun travel or Mexico travel. Yep. That's always a big thing about. Be careful in the airport. I, I don't know personally. Um, we've seen the taxi stands as we come through the yeah. airport. We just walk right by them. Yep. We've never had a problem. Um, you're standing in line usually waiting for your coach. But again, you're talking to people, meeting fans. Passes yep. quickly. You're already, you're already passing out your swag. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, we need to talk probably a little bit about ancillary swag. Yeah, that'll be a whole other podcast. Cause the, we're <laughs> in short, people bring... Yeah, handmade or homemade it's items so fun. Um, that they've ordered or put together themselves yep. to to share and swap, so not to fun. sell. It's sort of yep. a gift to each other. It's That's very right. kind of you know a really cool thing to do. It is super um, fun. So you get to the resort. There's a check in station sort of yeah. area based on where you're staying. Yep. Designated line. It's for Dave and Tim. They really make the check in process as smooth as possible. Really easy. They give you a, 
a swag bag from from the event. That's right. Which beach uh, towels usually beach towels now jean bottle. Yep, um, a beach bag. Beach bag. It's just it's again. It's like you're and you're so amped up because you're like there and you're like so excited about it all and you're talking with people. I think that for me is the biggest piece. Is like every single person you run into. Yes. Is pretty much there. I mean, there's people who are at the resort who are not there for the event. But nice thing is, is they give you these. Um, they're like your Disney Fast Pass bands. Mm-hmm. It opens up your your room. That's your room key. It's like yeah. the thing that gets you into the concert. So like, and those are specifically designed for Dave and Tim. So you walk around, you see people with the, you know, one is for a warehouse member. You get that, and then the other one is just Dave and Tim, and you know they're color coded, and so you just you kind of see people, and you're like, you're here for Dave and Tim. Cool. Right. You're our peoples. Yeah. And there's roughly, I would say, what about five thousand, six thousand people at this yeah. event. Yeah. Our first year, the one we went in 2022, it was about half of that. Yeah. Because they had all these restrictions for COVID, and it just was a smaller. It was the first return um, to the Dave and Tim Mexico. So you know we end up getting to the point where it's like. You know, it was smaller the first year we went, and then last year it was, we were like, wow, there's a lot more people here. And I have a feeling this year will also feel like there's a lot of people there. Yep. Um, but again, the resort is humongous. It's like three or four or five within one. Yeah, it's end to end, I want to say it's close to two miles long along mm-hmm. the along the At least at the moon, and this is at the Moon Palace in Cancun. Um, the first couple years were at the Barcelo, which was another location. But mm-hmm. this is, again, this is what we're going to talk about where they're at now. Um, and again, it's different because you've got acoustic sets, you've got guests. Yeah, and there's pool parties during pool the parties. afternoon of the days of the show where those openers the or openers guests will, will play, play. And, which is so cool. Um, that's how we ended up learning about Mount Joy. Mm-hmm. We went to their show. Um, it just, it's so much fun. And then you're literally there for, you know, four or five days. Some people book, there's a six day package you can stay for. Um, but you're there with, thousands of other people and it, the the energy is just and those people are interested in yeah dave and tim the same way that you are and Absolutely. so just sort of this instantaneous yep. bond that you have with people and you make you know really really good friends and yeah. and get to catch up with yep. old friends mm-hmm. and meet new people and yeah. it's exciting time again you're at an all-inclusive resort it's it's a, a very nice resort we've had positive experience there you hang out all day, whether you're at the pools or you go golf or you go excursion or you do whatever you like to do. It's your vacation. Yeah. And whatever then at you night, yeah. you know, everybody kind of heads to down place. to the beach to stand in the sand and see uh, Dave Matthews and yeah. Tim Reynolds. And then the set lists that they play, you're probably not going to do it justice because we probably need to wrap up, but they tend <laughs> to do about three hours each night. It's Roughly amazing. about... 25-ish songs a night. Yeah, I'd have to look at the sets from from those nights. And then I know for us, the last few years, we've had some uh, new songs that have never been... So Dave played Monsters. That's right, last year. 2023, which is this year. So this this earlier this year. And I remember, like, first time hearing it. I mean, for us, it was brand new. Never heard this before. They play it, and everyone is, like, silent. Yep. Like... It's just, and he ended up playing it actually twice. <laughs> that was the only repeat in mm-hmm. in two years yeah. in six shows. The only yep. song we saw Dave Matthews, you know, and Tim repeat, repeat in the same concert Correct. series. Yep. Meaning in 23, he played, what, 71 songs. Right. 70 of them were all, you know, no repeats. He Correct. repeated Monsters once. Yeah. That was it. I have a feeling it has to do with, I think they were recording. I think so too. They must so have too. recorded it because there, no, there was no Friday Night Live. That's right. That That's night, right. the Friday so, night show. Anyways, um, that was another tangent. But we we are huge fans. Uh, you know, we didn't really even talk about posters at all, really, on this podcast. Um, it's more of a Dave and Tim adjacent we talked information. A little bit about, a little bit about the posters at, at, the show. at the shows. But, you know, we are just really um, excited to yep. be able to go for a third year and I recognize that it is it is probably very challenging for most people to try to make it work. Um, we hear the words bucket list. You know, one of ours, you know, we talk about bucket lists like the Gorge bucket list yep. or SPAC bucket list or people this year. And this is what I've kind of noticed is, you know, this year there's the rumbles of a European tour. Correct. And so we're now having, you know, people who have to kind of make choices, right? Do you do you Dave into Mexico or do you possibly do European 
tour, and that's full band versus Dave and Tim. It's just a different vibe. And it's really, really exciting to be able to have so many options. Yes. And you get to choose. It sucks. I wish we could all win the Mega Millions and just, like, travel with the band permanently, like <laughs> Penny Lane. But, um, you know, we, Mike and I, for as long as we can make it work. Yeah, I think I it's, would like to make it work. Yeah, it's an event that we, we, we revisit each year. But we talked about, for instance, just for our own sort of yeah. personal planning, you know, could we do the Gorge this year? And it's something we both want to do, but when it came down to having to make a choice for us Correct. between going to the Gorge, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is a phenomenal experience, and this isn't a what's better than it's just what mm-hmm. works for you in the yeah. moment, just what fit better with our overall schedule, mm-hmm. lifestyle, and um, you know the yeah. travel costs and everything, we, we picked to do uh, Mexico for 2024. Yep. We're super excited. Uh, if all goes to plan, hopefully we'll be doing maybe a little live or yeah. uh, and or podcast or a recorded uh, event from from Mexico to give you guys some boots on the ground info. Yep. If you're listening and you're a fan, um, let us know some feedback on this episode. What your thoughts yes, are? If you're going to be going to Dave and Tim in 24, let us know. Is it your first time? Are you a alumni? Um, if there's any questions we can answer yeah, for you or and, find answers, we'd be happy yep, to. Absolutely. We can definitely do a 2.0, 3.0 um, episodes on these um, topics for, for, you know, if you guys are, you know, wondering what's uh, what else is out there, what else, you know, to know about Dave and Tim. But uh, this was a long one. We were a little rambly. It's only because we're very excited about Dave and Tim Mexico, and it's such a joyful event. Um at least for me, I think Mike and I, you know, I can speak for him too, but. Um, Can't stand it. I, every year I dread going. No, I'm kidding again. It's a joke. But um, it's, yeah. it's literally uh, one of, yep. one of the highlights of my year, mm-hmm. if not like yeah. the highlight. I mean, it's just an amazing yeah. experience. Absolutely. Can't wait to see our friends. That's right. Can't wait to see, we have some new friends who, mm-hmm. who are old friends of ours coming for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sean and Alex. Super excited for, for, for them to join us. We've got our, our DMB fam who can make it, some new fam, and I'm sure there's going to be new friends to be made. So um, we're really just looking forward to connecting again offline, in person, if you're going to be there. Um, but uh, thanks for sticking around to our, our squiggly uh, overview of Dave and Tim Mexico. <laughs> and uh, uh, if you've got any questions, you know, put comments, find us on uh, our social medias and... Uh, We're looking forward to catching up with y'all again soon. Thanks, y'all.